Welcome to the Layers Lair, episode four, recapping bread week three. Recapping bread week. Bread week. My name is Spencer, and I'm Katie. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh, great! I'm happy to be here in the Layers Lair with you, you... aka your studio, <laughs> aka our home, our house, <laughs> <laughs> the spare bedroom in our home. Fair enough. Uh, you said just a moment ago that you had some specific segments. That you wanted to get to at the the top of today's episode. Mm. So would you like to lead us? Sure. Well, I mean, so let's start with the opening sequence um, in week three, bread week. I feel like we really saw a nice return to like a a good level of mat at the beginning when they were fishing with the breads and the baps. We also saw... A, the perfect level of Paul Hollywood in the intro. Which was zero. <laughs> zero percent zero. Hollywood, yes. Although there was a fish impersonating him. Which is perfect. Which I thought was really great. Yes, right. That is the way I would like <laughs> Paul to show up in the intros. The intros are getting shorter and funnier yeah, as we go. Totally. The first one was a total train wreck. You can only go up from there. True. Yes. And maybe, hey, maybe that was intentional. Who knows? But like fishing with a sourdough, I am here for that. Yes. I love it. The the underwater voices. That, that's, that's some classic bake-off humor right there. I'm glad we <laughs> glad we found our way back yes, on track. Exactly. But then we did get into dangerous territory with that Lord of the Loaf song. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we watched this episode twice. We did. As is our typical workflow now. <laughs> and we watched the first one uh or we watched it the first time on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I dozed off a couple times. You sure did. And that was definitely one of the moments that I missed the first time. So when we rewatched okay, it. Okay, my love. That was like minute four. Correct. Yes, <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, when we rewatched it this morning. Yeah. With our coffee. Yeah. yeah. Very. Look, we're, if nothing, we're nothing if not dedicated. This is real. To this podcast with yes. 120 listeners. <laughs> we take this shit seriously. We okay? sure do. Um. Yeah, that that definitely caught me by surprise and seemed, uh, I mean, unnecessary, but like, it's all unnecessary. It's all right? unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. It's if all if you get a laugh, it's worth it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So your segments. Okay. So my next segment that I think we're, we're going into right now is um, vocab lessons slash things we Americans learn. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So I had one of the the one you just mentioned. Uh-huh. Faff was definitely on my list. Okay, when Freya says that baking bread is a bit of a faff, did you learn what it means? No, I didn't look. I mean, I I kind of inferred what oh, it cool, might mean, cool. but I didn't actually look it up. Okay, yet. excellent. So I figured you had. So this is. Cr- yep, you're right. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. So do you have any guesses? Um. Okay. What was the actual f- the phrasing that baking she used? Baking bread is a bit of a faff. I'm Freya. Uh, so sort of a, a joke or like a, a, I, I understood it to be like sort of a waste of time yes. or like a, yep. a pointless endeavor. Yeah. You're, you're, you're spot on. Okay. Your, your flavors and your textures are spot <laughs> Thank on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's an unnecessary or overcomplicated task. Hmm. And if you're just faffing about, sure. it means you're just like kind of fucking off. And yeah. yeah. This, this now makes sense why Paul Hollywood loves making bread so much. <laughs> All right. Um, I had two other items that popped up for me in vocab lessons this week. One that I've heard before on Bake Off, but I just love so much, which is um, concertinaed. 
Do you know what that one is? Yeah, that's when something like uh, gets scrunched up. Yeah, exactly. And I love it because it's so literal because concertina is another name for accordion. And you can just picture it like crushing. I only got that one from my my musical knowledge. Hey, get that. Oh, wait, you have an art degree, not a music degree even. Yeah. Even, sorry. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for that. Okay. Couldn't uh... even get the slightly... Less worthless of those no, two worthless degrees. I meant degrees. the degree that like relates more to the thing you do now. Look, I forget. It led us here. It okay, sure did. <laughs> That's right. The layers there. Um. All right. BFA, University of Minnesota. So. Okay. Calm down. Let's not dox anyone on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there were only like twelve of us in that program. Okay. Um. Uh, I also had unctuous, but that might oh. just be a I don't know a lot of words type of. Thing. Okay. Yeah, that's a that, that may, is not a specific British Britishism. Okay, that's just a an uncommon word, or maybe just a word that I don't know. It is excessively, or oh, this is weird. Oh, okay. So yeah, this has a bunch of different meanings for different things. If you describe food as unctuous, you mean that it is creamy or oily, and that's what I think of. It's like it's like okay. rich and like overly rich maybe going back to lizzie it's like congealed is that the context that was being used in i i don't actually remember (sighs) when it came up now i don't know either okay i just made a list of words i didn't know okay what's up what else is on that list um spatchcock oh yeah i was actually wondering if you knew that one what is that so when you spatchcock a chicken so like picture a full a whole chicken like ready to go in the oven yeah it's not like live it's the meat version of chicken (laughs) The meat. Turn yourself into food. <laughs> yes. So if you picture like it's the same thing as butterflying a chicken, you basically like cut it down the middle. You cut it through the rib cage to make it lie flat. So when Christelle's chicken got flattened, that's why Noel said spatchcock because it was like a. Is it a verb? To spatchcock a chicken. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It had been spatchcocked. Exactly. A fun word, yeah. Is that a good. that's gotta be? Oh, British, I cooked right? a chicken like that for us once, so you have eaten this. I've eaten a, a spatchcock, you sure have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then my last one, uh, when Jurgen was doing his hyper aggressive kneading of his dough, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and George said he was doing my nut in. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Neither do I. I'm only like 90% sure that's what he said. But I think. Oh, wow. To do your nut means to become extremely angry. Why was George getting so pissed about that? Well, because it's very loud, I think. Oh, it was really like grating on him. Yeah. I okay. think he was saying when they were in the smaller tent and he was next to Jurgen and he was doing <sighs> that over and over yeah. and it was very loud. Yep, yep, it was yep, driving yep, yep. him crazy. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, those those were my uh, vocabulary words of the week. Okay. Well, I had one more to add to that, which is um, kipper. Oh, that's like the sardine-ish mm-hmm. thing. But I really wanted to understand, like, is it a sardine? Is it a different fish? I went down a very long corner of the internet. I looked at a lot of fish diagrams. I... I'm sorry. <laughs> diagrams? Yeah. Like different diagrams of fish about how they look. 
But we didn't actually see them on the show. No, we didn't. But I so learned all about them. So how would those diagrams help you? Oh, they they just helped me differentiate. That's all. Right. Sure. Sure. They, sure. they painted my mental network of fishes. Um, Here's probably a dumb question. Yeah. Is a sardine a type of fish or is it a preparation of a type of fish? So I think it's a little bit of both. So here's what I learned is that kippers are split, they're smoked, and they're salted herring. So a kipper is a kind of herring and a herring is a kind of fish. Like that's the actual fish. That part I knew. <laughs> oh, you knew that? Oh, oh. You that a herring that, is a fish. Did you know that kippers were herring? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. So, okay. Are, are they small? Uh... They're a kind of herring. I don't know. They're about okay. the same size as a sardine. But So yes, because herring can get large, right? I don't know. I didn't okay. I did not go down the herring corner of no, the internet. No, you didn't see any diagrams <laughs> that were useful there. <laughs> None okay. of that. Okay. Um so then a, a sardine is a a pilchard or a pilchard, um, which is a different kind of fish, but it's also a member of the herring family. So it seems like it's kind of a like a square Wait. is also a rectangle kind of thing here. A sardine is a preparation of a pilchard no. or a type of pilchard? Oh, shit. I don't know that answer. Okay. Okay. Oh, stomped. <laughs> that was not my intent. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, they're different. Turns so it's out a, it's kippers small, are not sardines, but they're pretty similar. It's a small, salty, smoked fish. It's a little fish guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was... That was evident. Already my understanding. I didn't need to like, <laughs> really learn more about this. I'm glad this. the diagrams brought us to the uh, the same conclusion. <laughs> All right, next up, let's talk about this week's fashion choices. There was a lot going on I love this, this week. Okay. Uh, where would you like to start? Um, I think I want to start with Prue, as I usually mm. do, because this was, I wonder if she's doing something this year where she has a different set of glasses for each episode because we are three for three on new oh, I didn't eyewear even notice what they were this week oh. last week were the like the cool rectangular purple ones yes and week one were like the cool pink round ones mm -hmm. this week we had like pinkish reddish but more rectangular frame mm-hmm mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Prue's angling for that uh or maybe already has secured a partnership yeah that, <laughs> with that Daniel eyewear Levy's sponsorship eyewear yeah. yeah exactly all right, so that was that was my top top mm -hmm. pick for fashion. What about you? Well, I had a few questions, I guess. Oh no! Oh no! Two questions <laughs> and two observations. Okay. Um, my first question is: What was Christelle wearing? Mm, some like weird chambermaid, maybe jumpsuit. Yeah, they're definitely pants. Yeah, but there was like a frilly kind a of lace collar, pil pilgrimy vibe going on too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That seemed a little odd to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then also, Christelle is still banging. So, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But my other question was: Are we sure that that is a different polo shirt <laughs> on Jurgen yes. and not the same polo shirt in a different color? Oh no! It's a, I think it's a, it's definitely a different shirt. So it's like he owns at least three shirts now. We know this. Y Right, but I think the first two weeks he was wearing the same shirt in a different color. Um, and I'm wondering yes. if this is a continuation of that or just a, a third slightly different polo shirt. I think it's slightly different. I looked at the striping pattern. It's it still did a little the side collar. by side, but it was like a, a narrow stripe versus like the wide narrow that appeared in week one. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> it's just, it is hilarious that he has such a specific i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at you again 
having such a specific style that the variation in his wardrobe is the, the spacing of the stripes on the collar of his polo yes, shirts yes. that are otherwise identical. But they're all like the same poly blend. That is for yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah, that definitely. hasn't been manufactured in at least 30 years. <laughs> okay. Um, the next thing I noticed so Freya's fashion this week was just like real great. The giant pink pants. The pink are pants. Just a great vibe. Such a good vibe. But the two things that really grabbed me were like, holy shit, I am old and Gen Z is a thing that is not me. <laughs> because she was wearing both necklaces that I wore in middle school that I made for myself. Cool, cool, cool. Um, like chain necklaces. And then also her glasses. That was the exact like gold frame that I sported in fourth grade with my well, bowl cut. You were just stylish. I thought those glasses were working for her. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> Maybe less so if she would have had a bowl cut, I guess. But <laughs> um, so, so I thought Freya's fashion was just like, wow, and also made me feel old. That's all. Uh, my last fashion note was Chiggs's shoes. Okay. So he was wearing some Jordan 1s, the off-white Jordan 1s. Jordan 1s are the ones that I actually know what they look like. So I get yeah. this. Yep. So they, Jordan brand and Nike did a bunch of stuff with off-white, which is another clothing brand, mm -hmm. and did like sort of collaborations of classic Nike sneakers with Off-White's aesthetics. Classic collab. Overlaid. Yep. Yeah. So what I don't know for sure, there is a, a version of the Jordan 1 that is in black and red, mm -hmm. which is often shortened to bread. <sighs> so there are bread 1s, <laughs> bread 11s. Oh my God. These were not exactly that. But they were, they're like more white than they are black, but they're still black and red on them. Okay. So I don't know if he was going for the pun angle or if he just wanted to flex that he had like $1,500 sneakers and he's on Bake Off. So you should probably wear your $1,500 sneakers. Yeah. I'm hoping he was aware of the pun angle. I feel like if you're on Bake Off, they make so many puns. Like even the bakers make puns. It's a pun that would land for zero people on Bake Off and like 0.01% of the audience of Bake Off though. Uh, there's a middle to that Venn diagram. It exists. I mean, it's me. It's you. Right. <laughs> I think it's just me at the center of that. Okay. Well, it landed. <laughs> fair enough. Okay. I don't think it would land inside the tent though. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Like maybe... Maybe not Paul Hollywood with his affliction jeans. And Jesus. Like maybe <laughs> Noel. With his like riser platform I mean, shoes. He's definitely like a fashion guy. Yeah, that's true. But probably not like American sneaker fashion. Probably not. I don't know. Okay. Otherwise, or like may maybe Freya knows about sneakers. Otherwise. <laughs> because I, she's young. Well, that... yeah. I mean, I think the rest of that tent is just lost. God. Okay. You have such faith. Except maybe Christelle, if she wasn't wearing her pilgrim outfit. <laughs> she seems gen I thought she seemed generally stylish and is probably like 30 something. Yeah, she's probably wearing something that costs a billion dollars. Well. Not actually that, but it was probably quite posh. Handmade by the Amish. That's why it's so expensive. Jeez. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
right. Should we get into the bakes this week? Yeah, sure. Okay. So first up, we had a signature bake in which the bakers all had to make their own take on a focaccia. Um, I thought my main takeaway from this was like, damn, that tent must smell amazing. I This was like the first savory bake that actually made my mouth water as I was watching this. It probably smelled chaotic, however. <laughs> well, like roasting garlic is a very strong smell. Oh, it's so good. Yes. And then when you blend that with nine other people baking unrelated things. Yeah. Yeah. You got like. It's got to be a lot. You got like chorizo and roasting grapes and Burning basil. roasting grapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burning like fruit sugar. Yeah. And. 600 cloves of roasted garlic oh, or whatever okay. you're like, made. You are you are pulling the aroma out of my nose right now and making it less <laughs> pleasant, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I also really appreciated like focaccia is something that I've wanted to bake recently mm. and I've been looking at a bunch of tutorials for it and they actually made it look really accessible and I learned things like I, Prue did this little jig and said like big and little holes, quite loose and I loved it and... <laughs> She did a jig? She did a little like That must have been one of the parts dance. I slept through when Prue did a jig. <laughs> Apparently. It was I mean, it was maybe a little more dignified than a jig, but Of course it was. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed that. And then I also learned from Jurgen that temperature sets the crust. Time sets the crew. Apparently not, though. He just fucked everything up this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, he did. This was not his week. No. Things did not go 100%, but it's also not a tragedy. This is no longer a Jurgen Appreciation podcast. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, I've had such Jurgen-colored glasses, or maybe one might say olive eyes. <laughs> I've had olive that's, eyes that's for Jurgen. a good bit. <laughs> I mean, last week but, we were hyping up his bread blog, and then he falls flat on bread I week. Know. That was a really just big disappointment for me. But I think what it also did was like really make me realize how many great bakers are in that tent. And like so many people had such a strong showing this week. Honestly, the three folks who struggled across all the challengers, it was Rashika, it was Maggie, and then it was Jurgen, who like they said didn't do that badly, but could have done better. Yeah. So we had a really strong field and usually bread week takes a lot of folks out early True. and it didn't. So I feel like this is... This is a good collection, a good series going. The one time that they sent two people home in a week. Oh, shit. That's right. Was it bread week? It was early. <laughs> Probably. That's like the perfect fuck you from Paul Hollywood. That's hilarious that they only did that, as far the as I know, time. one time. They're like, you guys are so <laughs> exceptionally trash well, at this. Okay, to be fair. You have to leave right now. Didn't they also, we're going to have to go back and figure out when this was, Um, but didn't they also like keep everyone the week before that and then it was like a no i don't think it was so. a makeup i think it was i think it was just like you made some trash ass bread and now you have to go home <laughs> <laughs> whoever it was all right well let's um let's just kind of go through the signature um i just I, honestly i liked all these flavor combinations did you have a flavor a flavor it mm. a flavor flavor it mm. A favorite flavor combination. I'm trying to remember what they all were. Um, I don't think I would love the ones. Capricacha, not for you. Yeah, probably not. That one smoked sounded fish is rough. not a thing I usually love. I love smoked fish, and even that sounded a little bit ooh for me. I was gonna say the the ones with cheese baked in. I probably wouldn't like as much. Um, I thought Lizzie's looked really good, although I don't. 
It looked awesome. I know I don't like, don't truffle, like truffle things. Yeah. I thought it, that was the Which best. Which is just so weird to me that you don't like truffle. Why is that weird? Maybe we'll give bonus points to people who like truffle for this <laughs> next episode. <laughs> Seems unnecessary and rude, but I'm okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought hers looked the best, but I don't think I would actually like it. Fair. Flavor-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freya did the fajita thing. Mm-hmm. That looked pretty good. I'm trying to remember what everyone else did. Chigs did the... Chigs did the, chorizo and mantego yeah, and peppers. And, and clearly almost cut his finger off yeah. cutting that sausage at some oh, point. Oh, that poor guy. We had two knife injuries, it looked like, this week. Yeah, who else was wearing a, a Gis- plaster? Giuseppe was wrapped up, too. Okay. Although, like, I, the thing about... Okay, so Jigs was wearing a bandage, which, which once I saw, I was like, okay, maybe that's why we haven't seen Jigs. Like, I really like him. And they showed him not at all on this episode. It was very uh, disappointing to me. It was like minute 12 before we saw him at all. Yeah. Which makes was, me think he was seeking He was getting stitches somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like his whole finger was wrapped when he came back. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of bakers have trash knife skills, it seems. <laughs> like whenever they... What, they didn't show them... Uh, making the tzatziki at all. Uh-huh. Well, they showed them grating cucumber. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times when they show them chopping things, it just like, it makes me nervous because even as someone who does not really cook or bake or anything, <laughs> like I know that's not how you're supposed to cut I was going to say, do you want to go head to head on knife skills with Lizzie? No, I, I have none, <laughs> but I know it's not supposed to look like that from people who are like aspiring professionals. Uh, yeah. It was rough. Um, yeah. So he made the chorizo thing. Jurgen made the the kip, kipper thing. Kipacacha. Yep. What did uh, what did Maggie make? Maggie made. Oh, see, this is mm, Maggie said a traditional flavor is traditional oh. because it was good at some point or something yeah, like that. Maggie's been putting off strong Republican vibes the last couple of weeks. It's starting to starting to bother me. I she think... keeps she keeps talking about how things used to be good, and if we just acknowledge how good things used to be, we would all be fine. I mean, it's freaking me out. So, so really across the pond, she's she seems like a Brexiteer of sorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how all their politics work, but okay. she's she lived over here. She'd be real Republican. I will just say her politics aside, like her bakes have been a little bit uninspiring as of late. Like yeah. the traditional flavors, the sort of like, well, we'll get to this, but like she just it feels like she's maybe just on her way near the door which she certainly was this week christelle did the the grape the thing. grape and cheese thing that looked amazing yeah and they loved it Giuseppe, um giuseppe wow he got the handshake he for got his, the handshake for his amazing hometown focaccia oh the olive one yeah i think yeah the the olive joints probably would work best for me yeah I mean, my, olive my, bread is delicious yeah, exactly also like, and like they it, were little bombs of flavor from his hometown yeah, his uncle made the olive oil or something. <sighs> Amazing. Or grand, yeah. Grandpa or somebody. Uh, okay, so let's go to the handshake. So, so first one of the season. First one of the season. It was a very emotional moment for Giuseppe, mm-hmm. and it was really fun to watch. I just, I loved watching him like revel in that moment. Yes. I'm always torn because I also hate how much. For sure. Uh, how much cachet they give a Hollywood handshake? Yeah. 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 But. Great for Giuseppe. Yeah. I don't know if we saw any handshakes last year, right? I don't think there were. Well, we'll have to go back and look. But so there the was first... also like the COVID question of whether that would happen or not. So stupid. They're all living together. Yeah. But whatever. 
early early COVID was early COVID was a weird time. We can all spend hours upon hours in an enclosed space together, but do not touch hands. Um, but yeah, that might be the first one in like thirteen episodes or something. Mm, Maybe more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Two seasons ago, who knows? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, other folks who did great in the in the signature. I mean, I think that Chiggs did wonderfully because he helped Christelle get her focaccia onto the tray at the end. So. You got some some helper points some awarded helper points. for anyone who picked Chigs last week. Uh-huh. Uh, we also had a great joke from Paul Hollywood, which was weird. <laughs> oh, the vampire bit yeah. with the garlic? Yeah. Yeah. Like an an easy joke, but like well executed. He which, actually landed it. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Um, which brings us to people who did not do great in the signature. Like Chris or sorry, Rashika's looked beautiful. Like I would double tap that if I saw it on Instagram. <laughs> She did the the flowery mm-hmm. decoration, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just was too overwhelming with the with the flavors. She pasted an entire layer of roasted garlic across the top of that thing. That seems adequate to me. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the bottom also was Jurgen. Um, you know, there I feel like there was a lot of like overbaked but lovely flavors. Um, you know, that kind of thing. So we had a kind of a mixed bag, but overall people did really well. I was pretty, I was pretty surprised for that entry to bread week. The technical, however, was largely a disaster. Ooh, yeah. So the technical, the challenge was to make 15 olive and cheese ciabatta breadsticks, or uh, as my mom would, would say, ciabatta or ciabatta. There were a lot of questionable pronunciations <laughs> within the tent as well. Also, I... I'm not Italian and do not know the correct way to say that. Neither is Paul Hollywood, but he will have you believe <sighs> that his pronounce- pronunciation of focaccia is is gospel. <laughs> I believe that for sure. He just has to say it differently than everyone else to show that he knows. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of a mess across the board for the the breadsticks. Yeah, it was. Um... It was definitely a mixed bag. I feel like Giuseppe won for making some that were mostly edible. Like well, that that was the bar to to be crossed. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I think like they said they really liked it. Like they taste the caramelized crust. All the flavors were there. It was soft in the middle. It had the right consistency. Like I think he ticked all the boxes in the brief. Yes. But no one else did. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the, the, the boxes to be ticked were like did you put all the ingredients in and did you actually bake bread? <laughs> Which uh, several people did not, did not surpass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of sad snakes. A lot of sad snakes, especially from Rashika and Christelle. So much so that, that Paul said about Rashika, maybe the oven wasn't on. Which always makes me want to just like give him a double bird because that's so mean. And she looked like she, she didn't take so it lightly sad. either. She was very upset yeah. about that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, it just crushes me when read, they get that feedback, anonymously or not. Uh, um, other things I noticed during the technical. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I think we have an episode title, um, which I think each episode should just be titled "The Best Thing That Any Baker Said As They Put Their Bread in the Oven or Their Bake in the Oven." <laughs> get in there, you lovely boy get from in there, George. You lovely boy. <laughs> I definitely noticed that one. Okay. So good. I, I also jo- I wrote down three quotes for this week. Okay. That was one of them. The other two were <laughs> drink a lot of champagne and eat a lot of carbs from yep. Lizzie. Yep. Yep. 
very memeable episode this week. It's that is real. Yeah. And then when Chigs, uh, who was, I guess it was Lizzie, was cooking with the truffle salt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he said, "Fancy bugger." Fancy bugger. Which I'm certain is a thing that uh, Ronald Weasley said at least <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> in a Harry Potter book. In one of the later movies. Mm-hmm. It was like three or beyond mm-hmm. once they became oh, tweens. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was... A, I, I enjoyed seeing how they all weathered this challenge. Um, you know, I think one of the things I really liked... Okay, so Giuseppe is really growing on me, and it's not just because he got Star Baker this week, but twice this week he refuted two gender norms... Oh, the when asked about if his mom is a good cook. So what was the other one? The, okay, so the during the technical, I think somebody asked if his mom was an amazing cook. He's like, no, but my dad is. Yeah. my mom eats yeah. food. That's the one I remembered. Um, and then he he also was asked in the focaccia round if his grandma put milk in focaccia, and he was like, mm. nah, nah. She bought she her bought bread. it at the store. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I mean that one. You're saying the gender assumption is that a woman in his family taught him how to bake? A woman in his in his family of a generation, like, yeah. would have been responsible for but, baking. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. Sure. I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, he is, when we read his bio, he seemed uh, a bit pretentious, and he is not. He's not. He's yeah. really warm and, lo- and wonderful. Um... Okay, oh, last bit. Um, Noel flirting shamelessly with every single woman under 50 on this show, including hmm. when he threw dough at Christelle. Is that, is that what that was? I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think there's some element of like, Noel sees it as his responsibility to create chaos. Yeah, that's probably real. That's probably real. I loved that, like, the camera people caught that so well. Like, yeah. it was perfectly framed in they both have, the throwing and the receiving. They have some remarkable coverage within yeah, that tent. It's yeah. astonishing. While also, like, I'm sure having to work around each other, like, that can't be a very big space Mm-mm. when you have especially when you have this many bakers still there yeah the noel lizzie dynamic is one that i really oh. enjoy and i hope she sticks around for a while if nothing else just for that absolutely she is like there have been a couple times already where you can tell noel is surprised by how funny she is yeah <laughs> and it like catches him off guard because he's trying to make a joke <laughs> yeah. and she Either beats him to it or makes one that's funnier than whatever he was going to do. See, I'm telling you, we need to get Lizzie in there to be the presenter next season. I, they have a great dynamic, and I've never thought Matt is funny. Agreed. I would be totally fine with that. <laughs> what what other uh, flirting was going on other than throwing bread? <laughs> like second grade flirting with Christelle. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just that. <laughs> but I feel like he... Who, he gets up with with Freya and and tries to make jokes and stuff, and he really? did his little Where's Waldo bit. Yeah, well, okay. I also read that as him just being a goof. Okay. Also, it's Wally. Where's yeah. Wally? Where's Wally in in the UK? Apparently. Well, I learned that it was only Where's Waldo in the United States and Canada, and the oh. rest of the world it's Where's Wally. Really? Uh huh. I don't where's know why. The author from. I don't know. Author. Um. What? Is is it an is it a book that has an author or an illustrator or Oh, I see. Yeah, there aren't a lot of words in that book, I no. guess. <laughs> um 
artist. I don't know why we couldn't handle Wally. That seems know. like a, a rather American name, actually. It More really so than does. Waldo, right? Definitely does. Yeah. Anyway. Can't handle Wally. Can't handle Bake Off. We have to call it the Great British Baking Show here, but we definitely don't observe that. So No, 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 no. All right. So moving out of the technical, um, you know, there was a conversation this week about who was looking good and who was in danger. And it seemed pretty clear that this was Giuseppe's to lose going into the showstopper. I mean, he got a handshake and then he finished first in the technical. You literally can't do any better in the first two. Yeah. And then, of course, Maggie and Rashika were on the bottom and Jurgen maybe, but also it seemed very clear that they didn't think he was on the bottom. You also just can't send the guy home who was Starbaker the first two weeks and then like didn't have any disasters, just wasn't <laughs> as good as the previous. Like he didn't. It was not 100 percent, but it also was not a tragedy. Yeah, he didn't blow up on it. He, like he didn't present an unfinished bake or anything. He just like wasn't as good as the previous week. Yeah, that's true. Where he was outstanding. You can't you can't send that guy home. Yeah. Especially when like Rashika was 0 for 3. Yeah. And for like the third week in a row. She didn't really rise up to the level of yeah. Rashika and Maggie have both been like consistently bad for three weeks. But Maggie had some strong showings in week one. She in cake week she did she did wow them on one of the bakes. She did okay. a, a great job. So she was out there. All right. Into the showstopper, the milk bread sculpture. Um I have exactly two notes for this section. Were you asleep? <laughs> no. Well, the first time, yes. <laughs> this morning, no. Um I wrote down Jurgen's bread baby is fucking terrifying. It's about what I wrote in my notes, yes. I feel like just that artistic decision cost him a lot. I think, yeah. They didn't want to like that no, thing. No, they didn't. Regardless of how good it ended up being. However many jokes Noel could make about Paul Hollywood eating a baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, any amount of that is too many, I think, also. But he left them no choice other than to try and like joke about it, because otherwise... It's just fucking creepy. It tastes sweet as real baby tastes. Yeah. That that was honestly like a, a turning point for me with Jurgen, where I was like, maybe this guy isn't who I want to root for. Maybe this guy's a fucking weirdo. Wait, wait. So this is no longer a Jurgen appreciation pod, but you're also like anti-Jurgen at this point? Not yet. Okay. I'm saying if that ends up being the case, that will be a that will <laughs> be the turning back. point. Okay. Yes. I'd be like, that's when it all changed in retrospect. Fair enough. Okay. What was your other note? Uh Terran Share Turtle is definitely the name of a band that Noel has been in at some point. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's just no way in like nineteen eighty six he wasn't in a band called Terran Share Turtle. And they also played at Big V's on University in St. Paul. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um So I'm gonna need you to maybe carry this section because oh, those were my boy. my only two notes. Okay, okay. Um well we had three bakers who made a C scene. So much so that I asked you if that was the brief that they had to make a C scene. Because it was also the first three that they showed us, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. So Maggie, Amanda, and Freya all made a C scene. I will say for all of my, you know, like I don't really love Amanda, um, but I think she made a pretty impressive looking sculpture this we, week. We were so close to being rid of her the first week. I know. <laughs> she just she just hung on. 
Yep. Can't. Uh, Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to make a reform versus abolition joke. Car- carry on. <laughs> um, wait, so I have to. Yeah, I'll just keep us going. Okay. <laughs> so I did appreciate the like Freya interlude. Okay. It was, it was a little weird that Freya and Noel were just arm wrestling. I mean, wh- eh, wait, why? I don't know. It was just weird. But it yeah, did. Yeah, but like Noel does all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, he does. That's and the so reason Freya, he's there. Apparently, yeah. Um, it did also lead into that fantastic edit between the arm wrestling and then like next scene was Jurgen just like pounding that bread into the table. <laughs> I loved that. What? Yeah, sure. I I didn't know that Brits said described things as sick. No, oh, sick. <laughs> Fre- Freya, when she was measuring her, uh, I think it was the breadsticks, actually. Yep, yep, yep. And she, she said thirty five centimeters. She's putting them on the wrong <laughs> the wrong way on the tray. She's like, oh right, this way, Freya. Sick. Well, that was after she said thirty five centimeters is hella long. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess maybe what she's nineteen or something. Yeah. yeah. Teenage Brits just consume a lot of American media or something. For sure. Speaking of consuming, oh, so we covered the terrifying baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the koala that was quite sweet from George. I like how the whole time he was like, this is going to collapse because of X, Y, and Z. This won't work. This thing's too soft. And then it did exactly that. But then Paul liked it. But it also kind of works. Yeah. yeah. I I really want George to do well. He's he's fun. I like him. He seems like a fun guy to hang out with, and he's got some skills. He's showing up every week. I was on board with George early, and then I got nervous because it seemed like he had no idea how to bake. Mm. And he's come back around to like yeah, having some skills at least, and still being intensely likable. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. I so I always like when they make other foods out of the food that the challenge is this week. So like when Christelle and Lizzie both made roasts. Mm, sure, sure. I think that's so fun. I just or love that. Chig's making all the fruit, all and the fruit in the basket, and, and then Giuseppe making the fruit and veg. Mm-hmm. Fruit and veg. Very, very British. Yep. Yes. Uh, I thought that was great. I I also liked Lizzie's pet pig named Susie who died. Because the slipping on the ice she bit. On the ice. They were all like, she was describing how her pet died. And they were all like, that's hilarious and you're weird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> she actually kind of made Paul do a spit take, though. It was great. Like, he was about to tuck into that bread and he couldn't. Look, she's funny and she has good timing. And, like, I think her accent helps because yeah. it takes a second to be like, Wait, you just said what? <laughs> Your pig slipped on the ice and you had to put it down? Like it's so it, it, there's just a, a level of absurdity to all of it. Oh, I love it. Um yeah, so we we saw a lot of okay, again, in this round also, a lot of really great presentations. Like and we saw them appreciating each other's great skills. What was um what was Roshika's? She made the birdcage with, oh, she made yeah. the tiny birdcage with yeah. the flat bird and then the giant the flat eggs. Bird. <laughs> the flat bird. No, you're right. It's just a fun, like, yeah, of course that sucked. Yeah, it wasn't great. And as Prue said, she didn't present a loaf of bread for them to judge. Like she had little bits and bobs of oh, bread, but not right. like a bread loaf. Yeah, very, very little actual quantity. Yeah. As Paula said twice this episode, 
Is this four and a half hours of work? Ugh. I I enjoyed Maggie's. For response. me, it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes, clearly, dumbass. It took me four and four and a half hours later. Here we are. This is with the this thing bread. I made. Yeah. 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 So you know, we had we had Maggie and Rashika on the bottom, and then neither of them really redeemed themselves in the in the in the showstopper. Like Maggie's was underproved and had no flavor. Like when you when she said she wasn't going to add salt, you knew that that was a red flag, and you knew that that was not going to be a good move. They don't highlight that stuff to not pay it off later. Exactly. That's okay. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah, and then Rashika's like, ugh. They kind of liked some of the flavors, but they didn't like the texture, and it just was. It just looked really bad weird. too. Yeah. Yeah. To do yeah. something that small. You at least have to execute it well. And then it was, it looked kind of sloppy still. It did. Yeah. So, of course, um, what we saw was Giuseppe being our star baker. We missed out on a phone call to his fam. Well, his son doesn't know where he is still. He's abandoned his son for four weeks now. <laughs> oh, no. And he said his mom has never heard of Bake Off. Yeah. And she likes to eat. So I guess he could call his yeah, wife. His wife, who was like really excited about his good showing the first day. Also, doesn't he have two kids? Mm, yes. Does one of them know where he is? Whether <laughs> <laughs> they're keeping it a secret from the other? I don't know. What's I, don't worse. I don't understand the situation. I don't know how you just don't get, tell your kids where you are for weeks at a time. Yeah. But. I also have no idea how long this actually lasted when they were in the bubble. It's got to be at least several weeks, though. You're not shooting this, like, every day. No. Because they're talking about having time to practice things and... In the practice tent. And if one... Who made the baby. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> not helpful. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> but, like, you're not... If you're actually baking for four and a half hours... You're not doing other stuff that day, I I wouldn't think. Because, like, there's got to be a fair amount of setup. And, oh, yeah, for sure. And they've got to have downtime like, between those days. Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. This whole thing, I, I couldn't be less than a, a month, probably. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, so we saw Giuseppe win. It was adorable. And then we saw Rashika go home. And it seemed sort of... An emotional win and an emotional loss. Yeah, yeah. Rashika was fine. Not like a, in, in terms of, from an entertainment standpoint, not a big personality so no, far. No, Not going to be a huge loss in terms of entertainment value. It's true. But still yeah. would always prefer that Amanda leave. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, when there's a choice. Pretty, yeah, pretty soon she's got to go, right? Yeah. She hasn't done anything great yet. <laughs> some point that's got to catch up with you all right anything else to cover before we go into the league updates i think that's it what do we got for scores okay so this week the best scoring combo would have been giuseppe lizzie and freya mm. and we had no one that had that exact choice i bet we had a lot of giuseppe's we had a lot of Giuseppe's, and he he scored so many points between his handshake and the technical. I mean, it was just like yeah. putting up points, lighting up that scoreboard the whole time. Um, that was me trying to make a basketball joke. It's 
Joke. Joke. <laughs> Reference. <laughs> okay, well, let's start with who's on the bottom this week on the league. Um, oh, is it me? No, it's oh. Sierra. We oh, have past... Sierra D, past league champion. Yeah, she absolutely dominated last year and was, I think, near the top both of the first two weeks this year. She did pretty well. Dead last, Dead huh? last, yeah. Damn, we, we should should interview her about how that feels next week. <laughs> Do a little sideline hey, post-game. Hey, bro, how's it feel to suck at this made-up game? And she sucked quite a bit more than anybody else. Well, what was the score? Uh, negative 19. Damn, what was the second worst? Uh, we had Destry and Kathy C. clocking in at negative 14. Wow. Who, so, did, who did she pick? Uh, she picked Chiggs, Maggie, and Rashika. So Oof. Rashika was pulling a negative 15. So it's just, it's tough. And the other two. Tough to recover from that. How'd the other two have negative? Oh, bottom of technical for somebody? Yeah. And Chiggs got, got one point because he helped another baker. So. <laughs> Hell it, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's, who's in first this All week? right. So on top, um, we had, we had actually, oh, hang on. How many is that? Uh, we had eight people that all Whoa. tied for first coming in at 35 points. So we had Damn. Laura M, Beth, Demry, Anna, Loyal, Erica N, Kevin J, and Courtney J all coming in with 35 points. So congratulations to that crew. It's wild. Like, So this is a very niche thing here yeah. that it's, I assume is mostly just our friends listening. Yeah, pretty much. I only know one of the people you just listed. <laughs> I know too. Um, okay. Well, shout out to Laura for being the inspiration for this whole thing and then coming in first this week. Absolutely. Which brings us to the bonus question. Um, yeah, so we asked last week, we asked how many times would Paul Hollywood poke somebody's bread? And I got to say, this is a very hard one to score. Yeah. It, it ended up not being as straightforward as I had envisioned. Well, because usually they have those, those shots that are just him thumbing somebody's bread aggressively. Sorry. You made a face. Um, thumbing somebody's bread aggressively is just a, <laughs> a tough phrase. <laughs> All right. So after some deliberation, um, and this, I'll say we we scored this when you were awake versus when you were sleeping. Mm. Um, we we came up that five was the correct answer. Yeah, I mean there uh, were like a couple like quasi pokes, quick cuts <laughs> where like he had his thumb on a piece oh, of bread, boy. but it wasn't clear if there was like a yeah a poking action yeah. happening. Yeah, so we went like, is the digit extended? And guys, there's so many hand motions happening in here right now. <laughs> So five was the correct answer. And okay. I will say that our our cohort, the answers were fantastic and ranged from he'll poke Freya's twice to LOL, the edit will show us three, but I bet it was way more. Somebody said like 60 something, didn't they? Somebody said <laughs> 60. And then somebody, Bro, how do you, somebody else said. That's so much screen time. What are you talking about? Someone else said, I feel like half the show is just Paul poking bread. <laughs> and yet we don't see Chiggs at all. What the hell? He can't poke. He cut his finger off. <laughs> so um, the best answer or, or one of the other answers was every fucking time. Um, which, well, I mean, that's probably right. That's they probably just, what happened, the, the but real, that's not good TV. <laughs> I should have phrased it. How many times will they show us Paul Hollywood yep. poking someone's bread? Because I'm certain he poked every single one of those breads. He probably did. Um, so three people got it right, and that's Kristen T., Julie, and Michelle. Hell yeah. I think I had four. Um, 
Yeah, I don't it know what you matter. had. It doesn't matter. But we had a, we had a wide range. Did um, uh, how did you and I do this week? Either of us excel or suck? So let's see here. I got positive points. I got twenty seven. Oh damn! So I'm near you know week. the top. And then you are. I think I had Giuseppe, so it couldn't have been too bad. You were not too far behind. Oh, yeah. By not too far behind, I mean we got the same score. We both oh, got 27. Yeah. Did we pick the same people? Uh, he, Christelle, Giuseppe, and Jurgen. Yes. That's some fucking relationship chemistry right there. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> anyway, also a bunch of people picked those same yeah, people not, and not got a, 27 points. Yeah, whatever. So we are in good company with 10 other folks. Hmm. All right. So um, thank you to everybody who's been continuing to participate. Um, I'll also just remind everybody that this, if you've missed a week or if you haven't done it yet, feel free to jump in anytime because we're just scoring week to week. It's fun. It's easy. And also I'm keeping cumulative scores. So... But also it's possible (laughs) to get negative points. So even jumping in late for the cumulative thing, not necessarily a a bad strategy. Yeah, for sure. Lots of people, if we were... Going cumulative scores right now, I'm sure, are deeply negative. <laughs> also, Sierra. shout out to Kat, who texted you specifically to get her entry in and then got negative four. So, Well, <laughs> look, <laughs> you win right. some, you lose some. <laughs> it's all random. So next week is dessert week. I wonder if we're going to see some puddings. <laughs> who the fuck knows? If we see them, will we be able to identify them as Unclear. puddings? Um, we will have some sort of bonus question to be determined. There's not a lot of information out there yet on what the, um, what the challenges will be. (laughs) Just make it yes, no. Will there be pudding? (laughs) Yes or no? 10 points. (laughs) (laughs) 10 points to Gryffindor. Um, so also I will say hopefully that the entry form will be up and will be accurate so thanks to everyone who endured with some technical challenges not last week and we are looking forward to a smoother week this week just <laughs> saying that like i don't know it's a direct shot at me <laughs> the only other person in this room all right uh, love you guys we'll see you next week love you bye bye